So, eight miles. Wanted to see if I could get it done. Super Bowl over. Did you watch it? I didn't. How about that halftime show? Well, I was told it was boring. Get your flowers ready. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And sad to hear the passing of another guy that I knew. He's kind of young. 60s, but still young. Automation, one step closer. Website updated. And yes, episode number 37 is done and being, well, stickered, I guess you could say. Putting the... Um, uh, the thumbnail on the mp3 all right folks it is monday february 13th 2023 i'm steven sersky hope you're doing well broadcasting from beijing china this is where i currently live i say currently because uh, i see another message of a guy leaving that uh, he's been sort of a staple of um i'm not sure of the expat community but certainly the beijing community in that uh, the tour group community, I should say. So he's taken off uh, apparently this week, and I actually asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast, and he's like, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time. So, ah, pity. This is kind of um, unexpected, I tell you the truth. So I'm a little bit uh, miffed, upset. I mean, that that is, it's been happening. Uh, people are leaving. That sort of stopped over the last couple of months. You didn't hear so many people leaving anymore. But then I was at the office today, and uh, I was informed that there are a bunch of people who are come, looking to come over for like to do short time sort of contracts and stuff like that. So it's like uh, maybe people aren't going to be signing long term contracts. It's uh, sort of the nature of uh, some of the, the work that can go on here, um, like the seasonal sort of ebb and flow of, uh, of work. But I've uh, been told, yeah, like uh, there's actually a decent number of people that are uh, thinking about coming over here. So, uh, but they, I mean, whether or not they stay, that's the question. So it's, uh, th- that's sort of up in the air, but this guy who's taken off, I guess, uh, it was just, it was more of a visa issue than anything else that, uh, made him sort of go. He didn't want to leave, but he also doesn't know when he's going to be able to, uh, uh, get back in. So yes, I did go to the, the office and before the office, I went for my typical four-mile run, and I did my workout, and I had to be there at five o'clock, and I was like, well, and I did this at like 2.30, so I still had time, I'm like, oh, goodness, I'm still killing time, so I ended up cycling to the the office, that's, that's about four miles, roughly, give or take uh, half a mile or so, and uh, so I get there, I get done what I got to get done, and then I'm like, well, what if I ran home? You know, I mean, that, could I do it? I mean, I've, can, can I run eight miles in a day? I've done it before. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. Uh, and I know that in preparation for the uh, 4x4x48 that's coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, which I can tell you already, it's like I'm kind of almost dreading it. I'm not sure if, like, I almost kind of want to say I don't want to do it this year. But that weekend, you know, it's once a year. Why not just try? So I was like, all right, well, hmm. Brain is saying, I don't want to do this. Body's going, okay, I got I can do this. Let's see. I did some of the best miles on this run home today. So the four miles I did in the yard were all about 9.30 with one pair of shoes. Then the run home, I wore my second pair of shoes and I actually ran even quicker. But for this one, I noticed that I was more rolling off of my heels. So it was a lot more of a... Um, uh, not a flat-footed, but a, like a heel-first sort of approach rather than some of the uh, midfoot 
uh, running that I do uh, in, in the yard. So uh, it was good. And that also I can say that dodging people, uh, I think, contributed to the speed as well. Um, the f Getting back in the form, it took me about 38 minutes to run back, I think. Yeah, just around there. Well, maybe it took 40. But the, the delay wasn't the running. The delay was waiting for some of the lights. <laughs> so that was sort of uh, some of the issue. That, uh, uh, there's two lights. There's one at Tuanjihu that you get stuck at. And then there's another one, I think, later on where you get stuck. And it's just like, ugh, it's it's hard to run against um, uh, rush hour traffic. Uh, in, in in Beijing, yeah, <laughs> and, and there were some traffic police out there as well. They were ticketing some of the uh, illegal. Uh, actually, I'm not sure what they were ticketing. They were taking some of the people who were driving outside of the lanes, though. Uh, the, some of the the motorcyclist guys, sort of thing, right? So, anyway, eight miles, got it in, got it done, uh, and uh, yeah, I feel kind of cramped now. I don't know why my abs hurt. It's bizarre. The other thing was that since I've been eating these uh, English pies or whatever. Uh, for the last week, uh, I felt that I should probably uh, get some more miles in sort of thing. So that brings me up to, what, 12 miles in the last two days. Because I, I ran four miles yesterday, ran four miles before going to the office, and then ran four miles back. So decent, decent output. Why not? I mean, it's all preparation. It's all training. Uh, I don't get the, the chance to do this very often. So I figured, you know, if, if the chance is there, take it and just... Get it done. Stop complaining. Get your flowers ready. So Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Um, uh, fair warning to you gentlemen. Uh, don't get yellow or white roses. Just because no doubt your uh, love or squeeze will uh, be like thankful that you got her flowers. But they'll, she'll also look at you and kind of go, do you want me to die? Did someone die? Well, And actually, shockingly, uh, someone did pass away uh, that uh, I... I not family, but uh, someone I knew uh, way back a few years ago and stuff like that, um, back in my hometown. Uh, so, love and death. I mean, I I, <laughs> I can speak as a person who's not grieving, but uh, I can say that uh, in hearing about his death at such a young age, he was in his sixties, uh, and I think it was pancreatic cancer. And this is this is a this is terrible because pancreatic cancer is one of those cancers that like within. It's, it's very hard to detect, and apparently, I mean, you you won't even know that you have it because it's like it's a stomach ache, like, and it could be like you're you just aren't eating or you ate something, but it's not like a is it a chronic stomach ache? I'm not entirely sure, but it's one of those diseases where it's very hard to detect. And if you go to the doctor, oh, well, my stomach's not feeling good, and it's not so much the stomach, it's that your nerves are getting whacked or something like that. And so you can't even really prepare for it. Like you can't even go, okay, I'm going to brock, I'm only going to eat broccoli for the next six months sort of thing. It's, it's, you can't, there's no known way to sort of fight this one. And this is one of those cancers that uh, when you're told that you have it, it's kind of like you are, you are in the final stage and very sad to see uh, and very sad to hear that this happens. Right. So, uh, so my, my condolences to, uh, his family and his wife that he's uh, leaving behind as well. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so Valentine's Day is tomorrow on a happier note. Um, yes, the yellow flowers, white flowers, don't get those, get the red ones uh, or get the blue ones. Blue ones might be more expensive, but it's a safe color, okay? <laughs> because blue doesn't mean death in, in China uh, and it's kind of unique. Um, you know, it won't be too 
crazy or anything like that. Uh, I guess you can get pink flowers too. Uh, that, that's there's no death associated with that one. Uh, but yeah, I guess red roses would be the one to get if you can, if you think of it. If not, well, um, get some chocolates or something, or you know what, just fist bump, right? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Fist bump. <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if that's how that works. Anyway, uh, automation one step closer. So I did spend some time with the Chat GPT again today, talking about, dude, can you help me out how to rip these RSS feeds? Because one of the problems that I've had with these uh, automations as of late, uh, they're automating stuff. So I told you about the shortcuts last week. I've been telling you that I want to be. I've been trying to pull this information off of um, uh, my, the website for a while. Now, not off of my website, off of the website that I post it to. So there's been some complications in trying to get some text pulled. And finally, I got that pulled, but now it pulls everything every single time. I'm like, well, I just want the latest episodes of the last week or something like that. Uh, so that is the next thing that I'm going to work on. I, I at least got it to work in a rough manner. So that's good enough, and I can tweak it going forward. Not a major thing to um, to worry about just yet. It it would just make life just a little bit easier, sort of thing. That like that's that's all it is. It, you know what? To be honest, this whole automation thing I think is really more of a um a mind thing. It's more of a mental challenge uh, than anything else. That if I got it, I'd be like, okay, good, I got it, great. Now what? <laughs> How do I automate even more? So part of the the process, I guess, going through the process of learning how to automate stuff using Automator uh, is, as I see, a very useful tool. Uh, and same with the shortcuts program on, on Mac OS as well. I see it as a very useful thing. I can see how it can uh, be useful going forward. So it's not something that I would be so bold to like go well why am i even bothering you using this and like why don't you just use python python instead or apple script it's like all of those can work together in some way but i don't want like i was thinking this it's the same with like this uh, this sculpting thing that uh picked up because some of the sculpts i've done are just horrid horrid abominations that even you know like horrid abominations would be like Ugh, that's terrible uh but uh, i i don't how much time Am I willing to spend on something that's going to have very little payoff, right? And I'm by, I don't mean like necessarily monet, like financially or monetarily. I mean, in the sense of, uh, is it going to change again in a year or two years? I don't think Automator is going to go anywhere. Python's not going to go anywhere either. So these are two languages that you can use. But like, do I need to know how to do everything in them? No, I just need a few different programs few different things to run and if I could figure out how to make it work I get maybe if I was a computer guy like employed as one uh, it might be a little bit easier to sort of spend the time working through these things whereas here I just I get kind of fed up after a while but I, I, I'm sure these guys get fed up too don't they I mean it, it's just aggravating why doesn't it work you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing you're not giving me all the information says the computer and I'm like what one more, what more information do you need? It's like having, like honestly, I guess it's like having a new employee where you, you got to train this um, this entity to do the job that you need to be done that would free you up from doing it, but only after you've trained it properly, right? So this is where I'm at with my uh, computer automation uh, that would just make that part of 
life a little bit easier. I was also looking at mail merges today because I'll tell you, one of the things that I have, so with the website, what I do is I take that, like the, there's the thumbnail, uh, there's the audio file, and there's the text, and that has to be formatted to go onto my website in a specific way. Now, I, currently I do this manually. I go, I count out how many days are in a week, and I copy-paste the, the template code. I don't want to do that. I want it to do it automatically, so then I can just take all of the code and put it into the website. Now, there's got to be a way to do this as well. I, there has to be. Uh, and this would, again, make my life just a little bit easier, take a little bit of aggravation off my, my, um, off my plate. And not only that, as far as I can tell, this would make it possible for me to do this type of podcast from anywhere and have my website update all the time regardless if I have access to this computer here. And I think this is very important because this goes into like safety and security. It goes into access, uh, archiving and stuff like that. There's got to be a way where I can send an e- I know there's a way that you send an email to WordPress and it'll post it for you, but I don't want a separate post, right? Maybe I do. Mm, don't think so. But I mean, so there's something to work out here at some point where I got to deal with my, my employee me, <laughs> who's not automi- automating his job properly enough. Uh, anyway, but I'm one step closer. That's good, I think. But I enjoy the challenge of trying to figure this out. So uh, that's, that's kind of why I keep on talking about it. And I do see it as being a very useful uh, skill moving forward of all the things I'm working on. I think that this is probably one of the, the more um, not so glitzy, glamorous, sexy skills. It's not nothing like creating 62 music tracks in two months or like, making short films that are copies of tutorials on YouTube. Not at all. This is all behind the scenes, just making things a lot more easy for myself. Speaking of which, a website has been updated. Newsletters have been sent. And yes, episode number 37 of my big cast is all but done. Like I'm looking at the WAV file and kind of going, I'm, I'm tired of looking at this thing. <laughs> I've... Uh, so the issue was that there were some differences, very variations in the microphones. There was four microphones total that were used. One, two, three, yeah, four, four total, and there were there were two of them were really loud. One of them was really soft, and the, the like the fourth one was kind of nice sort of thing. So I've been trying to make them all even, and I had to automate a bunch of that like gain controls in Logic itself. Now, I know most of you people don't care. <laughs> even even the audio guys are kind of like, great, Steve. Uh, I mean, I can't believe it's taking you almost a month to audit and to edit an unedited podcast. WTF? Well, part of the reason is that we actually had. Uh, the feed drop out twice, at least once, and then we had to restart it. And so that created just an, enough of an issue where I had to then combine these files. And again, this isn't a huge issue, except you, you add something. So with using QuickTime, you can put together, you can mux, or you can mix, um, you can glue video files together very easily and from that so I have the bait the big one and then from that I drew the audio and that's the audio file that I've been working on and so with with that it just takes 10-15 minutes because it's an extended conversation but 10-15 minutes you you get the computer going then I get going doing something else so and if you only have six hours an evening right this is where my time gets chewed up and I'm not trying to make excuses here this is just sort of explaining some of the the workflow some of the reasons why it does take a little bit longer and why I'm trying to look at automating some of the other parts of my quote unquote business uh, some of the things that I do so that I can spend more time 
working on things that, you know, are a little bit more, I don't know, uh, front facing, productive, like that you can actually see sort of thing. Like you're not, are you going to see the website updates? Eh, you might, maybe. That's more for me. It's more for archiving for my own sake sort of thing. Uh, but it's like, other things uh, like posting audio clips or newsletters, I mean, that's front-facing sort of stuff, you know. So that that's, if I can automate stuff, it'd be a lot easier uh, just to take away the back office post-production type of stuff. Now, audio editing itself, the type that I'm doing here with Logic Pro, uh, I don't know if you could do the same thing on audacity i tried and the, it wasn't sounding as good i think it sounds a lot better now you can let me know uh when you uh have a listen there is one microphone that i, I just couldn't i couldn't fix any more than what i finally got it to do so i'm gonna have to leave with it leave it with that um but uh all that being said i mean the episode's done i guess i just want to give it one day to sort of sit and then <laughs> think about it some more <laughs> Uh, and then upload. So I, and I, I don't like uploading uploading things when I'm super tired because then I start making mistakes. You know, you you make a spelling mistake or something like that. It's like once once it's published, I don't want to lo- look at it anymore. So uh, the only big complication is that tomorrow I have to go to the bank and and sit them sit there and watch them stamp papers for an hour again. So this will be my my uh, my fun before I get to come home and uh, work on these uh, these audio projects. But anyway, all that being said, it is done uh, and it is uh, almost ready to go. Uh, newsletters are sent, of course. So if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, now this is uh, something I just started a couple months ago, back in November. Uh, it's called Sersky's Word. Uh, so I am Stephen Sersky, and that's my words, Sersky's Word. Uh, which you, Steve, why don't you make your audio podcast that? Well, it sounded kind of cheesy when when I was starting out. Plus. The audio blog of Steven Sirsky sounds a whole lot more, I don't know, authentic, official, um, uh, you know, ancient. <laughs> audio blogus of Stephanus Optimus, as read by Stephanus Sirskius. It's all nominative. Interesting. Uh, but uh, the So you can go to Substack, search my name, there's uh, Steven Sirsky, and it will pop up. Um, I also have a second one that I just started probably a month ago, uh, Steven's Language Vlog, which I have not connected to my YouTube channel just yet. And the idea being here is that I sort of geek out on all the uh, the language learning stuff uh, and some of the things that go into it. And I do see some of the, the benefits of starting a, a newsletter, not just like in terms of a business, but in terms of my own writing. It has sort of reignited a bit of the... Um, hey, this is what's going on sort of thing in Beijing or in China or in, in my life, which my life, I'm not trying to be selfish with this. <laughs> if you have to say it, are you genuine? <laughs> the idea being that as an expat, as a person who's working and traveling, and am I still traveling? Good question. Uh, but it's one of these things where it's someone who's living overseas and giving you the boots on the ground view of things. And, yeah, and surprise, surprise. Expats don't have to be travel aficionados. They don't have to have travel YouTube channels. They can be writers. They can be managers. They can be people who go to the pub and just have a pint and go watch the game and then go home and do nothing and play video games. Like, surprise and shocks of all shocks, an expat can be just like someone who never left their hometown. In some ways, we are like that, I guess. 
But in a lot of ways, we, I mean, we did move across the world. Let's 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 be fair about that, okay? Uh, Super Bowl. So that one I did not watch. Uh, again, I was I didn't think I even thought of it until this morning when I was like, hey, I wonder who won because I was thinking about the Super Bowl uh, stock market indicator thingy. And uh, yeah, sure enough. So what is it? We had NFC is Philadelphia Eagles. AFC was Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City wins. They are AFC. So the stonk market going to go down. But it's the third year of a presidential, a U.S. presidential term. And to be honest, the presidential term probably has more weight than the Super Bowl does. (laughs) I'm not sure there's much of an argument there, to tell you the truth. I'm not sure if anyone's actually done a correlation of, um, or some sort of whatever intermarket analysis of presidential, I'm sure someone has, presidential uh, election cycles, stock market, Super Bowl wins and losses, uh, like AFC or NFC and stuff like that. I, I didn't watch it, but I uh, I caught the um, I was watching not watching what was it uh, the feed through Google so you can uh, get like the the text updates or whatever it was and it was thirty five thirty five when I uh, checked it with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter and then yeah like twenty minutes later it was like I can't remember how long it was but it was thirty eight thirty five for uh, uh, Kansas City congrats to you guys good job awesome. Um, I, I guess there were people watching it. I, I Again, I wasn't one of them who was watching it. So I had other things I had to get done, like um, play around with automation code. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes and tracks and vids up on my website, stevensersky.com. And, of course, you can go to uh, Substack, search my name for the newsletter, Sersky's Word, and uh, sign up there to get all these wonderful updates uh, every week. I try to do that. So thanks again for listening. Hope you're well. If you haven't bought your gift yet, you're running out of time. Maybe you should go do it. And if you don't do it, I think the red mouths are red enough for most love. Right? Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.